I want you to think about all the huge blockbuster films you've ever seen. If for some reason you've never seen a blockbuster, think about all the ones you've ever heard of. Cast your mind over all those huge franchises. Star Wars probably comes to mind. Sagas like The Lord of the Rings or The Matrix Trilogy might pop up. Now, there's a lot out there today, mostly on the internet, about the highest grossing actors of all time, which means the actors who have been in films that have collectively made the most amount of money. It's pretty much impossible to get an accurate impression of who's really right up there in the top few. Most websites give you wildly varied results, although if you've been hunting through these sites like I have been in research for this podcast, and there's a lot of these sites, you do start to notice a few usual suspects. And there's generally a pretty healthy mix of people you'd expect to be right up there. Your Tom Cruises, and your Johnny Depps, and your Brad Pitts, along with a few surprises. Stalin Skarsgård pops up a few times, and so does Helena Bonham Carter. But there's an actor from New Zealand whose name is Bruce Spence, who you won't see on there. Despite him appearing in the Mad Max franchise, the Lord of the Rings franchise, the Matrix franchise, the Narnia franchise, the Star Wars franchise, and he even voiced a character in Pixar's Finding Nemo, which is about to become a franchise with the upcoming release of Finding Dory. You'd think that an actor that has been in all of those films would be a household name, right? Well, it wasn't the case with Bruce Spence, and it sure wasn't the case with a guy called Sheb Woolley. Compared to Sheb Woolley, Bruce Spence has got nothing to complain about. Woolley could very well be the most unsung box office star of all time. Woolley, the Sheb is short for Shelby, was born in the small town of Eric, Oklahoma. He was raised on a farm and did most things that you'd presume a young lad growing up on a farm in Oklahoma would do. He learned to ride at a young age, eventually becoming a working cowboy and a rodeo rider, and he even played in a country and western band. He married a woman with a wonderful last name, Edna Ethel Bunt, and the two of them moved to Hollywood, where Woolley would go on to appear in dozens of westerns from the 1950s through to the 1970s, perhaps the most notable example being Fred Zinnemann's High Noon, with Gary Cooper and Grace Kelly. Woolley also had a recurring role on the western television show Rawhide, which is perhaps now best known for the theme song, which was reused in the bar scene in the Blues Brothers as well as for launching Clint Eastwood's career. Eastwood would go on to star in A Fistful of Dollars in Italy for Sergio Leone right off the back of his success in Rawhide. Not wanting to restrict his creative ambition, Woolley also embarked on a career in music in the late 1950s, writing a series of novelty songs, the most popular of which was The Purple People Eater, a song which still somehow endures today. And he had a string of country hits. His song, That's My Pa, 
reaching all the way up to number one on Billboard's Hot Country and Western Sides charts. Back in March 1962. But Woolley, who ultimately died of leukaemia in 2003, may never have even been aware of his most enduring legacy. Imagine an actor whose work has appeared in Star Wars, The Lord of the Rings, Kill Bill, Indiana Jones, Avatar, Beauty and the Beast, Batman Returns, Pirates of the Caribbean, Iron Man, Captain America, Inglorious Bastards, Toy Story, Die Hard, Lethal Weapon, Titanic, Planet of the Apes, Troy, Man of Steel. The list goes on. And Sheb Woolley's work has appeared in all of them. Because Sheb Woolley is the reputed source of the infamous Wilhelm Scream. The Wilhelm Scream is almost like the holy grail of in-jokes when it comes to the film industry. Chances are you've heard it dozens of times, but never really noticed it. It sounds a little something, or actually exactly, like this. It's a stock sound effect, which essentially means a sound effect that studios have at their disposal to add to films in post-production. Not all of a film's audio is taken from the on-set recording. In fact, a lot of it isn't. There's even a process called foley, which is the reproduction of everyday sound effects, like the brushing of clothing, or the squeaking of doors, or what have you, that are then added to a film in post-production to enhance the audio quality. So the Wilhelm scream was a stock sound effect, and it was first used in a 1951 Gary Cooper western called Distant Drums, directed by Raoul Walsh, in a scene where a group of soldiers wade through a swamp. The scream is heard when an alligator drags one of them underwater. Following this debut, the scream became a regular part of the Warner Brothers sound library and was used liberally by the studio's filmmakers for background scream noises. Flash forward a decade or two, and a young Ben Burt is a budding sound designer, studying at the University of Southern California's film school. Nowadays, Burt is recognised world over as one of the most influential sound designers of all time, having worked on the Indiana Jones series, Pixar's Wall-E, E.T., and Star Wars. Burt is the man responsible for all those now iconic Star Wars sounds. Without him, there wouldn't be Darth Vader's breathing, there wouldn't be the blaster sound, and there sure wouldn't be the lightsaber sound. Try to imagine a Star Wars without them. Bert and his fellow USC sound design students, including Rick Marshall and Richard Anderson, began to recognise this scream that kept popping up in a whole lot of the films that they were watching, eventually dubbing it the Wilhelm Scream, after the movie that they thought it was first from, erroneously thought it was first from, a movie called The Charge at Feather River, which came out in 1953, a whole two years after Distant Drums. In The Charge at Feather River, a character called Private Wilhelm lets out the scream after being shot in the leg by an arrow. And so the Wilhelm scream had a name, 
and it had a following. These sound designers began to slip the scream into their work, and after they graduated, they started getting bigger and bigger gigs in Hollywood. But they still kept sneaking the scream in. When Bert was asked by fellow USC graduate George Lucas to do the sound for Star Wars, Bert put the Wilhelm scream in as a nod to his friends. It pops up a couple of times, but it's most noticeable in the scene when Luke and Leia are being chased around the Death Star and they come to a bridgeless gap. Luke hits a stormtrooper with his blaster and the stormtrooper lets out the Wilhelm scream as he plummets into the chasm below. But Bert kept on using it, and so did Anderson, and so did Mitchell. And then, because of Bert's work at the Skywalker Sound Studio, which is a famous Hollywood sound studio, his colleagues from there, like Gary Rystrom and Chris Boyes, started using it. It pops up in Indiana Jones, and E.T., and Willow, and even Howard the Duck. It became sort of like a subtle signature for Bert, and people started to notice. And from around the mid-1980s onwards, other sound designers began to incorporate the scream into the films that they were working on. Wilhelm enthusiast Steve Lee writes, Although it has never been available in any commercial sound effects library, the recording has made it around the sound community through editors who appreciate the history. Not everyone was so appreciative of the in-joke. Here's a quote from a film blogger over at a site called Mighty God King. Whenever I hear a Wilhelm scream, I'm taken out of the movie experience. My suspense of disbelief ends, and I'm just a guy sitting in a movie theatre who realised he just heard the same damn scream for the umpteenth time. Because I recognise it every time. When I watch a movie, I want to be thrilled during the fight scenes, and exciting bits where a Wilhelm scream might conceivably be heard. I want to experience that ouch feeling when somebody really gets it. And if that moment is punctuated with a Wilhelm scream, then I'm not going to get that feeling. Instead, I'm just going to be thinking, oh, a Wilhelm scream. Now, even though by the mid-1990s the scream had well and truly become a staple in sound design in Hollywood, the use of the scream absolutely skyrockets for about a decade, from around 1999 to 2009, after which the use of the Wilhelm started to decline back to those same numbers as the early 90s. The spike is largely thanks to the interest in the scream by filmmakers like Peter Jackson and Quentin Tarantino, as well as the heavy use of the scream in a lot of the Pixar films. Add the release of the Star Wars prequels to that, plus Avatar, the highest grossing film of all time, and you've got some real heavyweights all using the same scream soundbite. So, you might never see Sheb Woolley on any of these internet lists of highest grossing actors of all time, but in reality, Woolley should demolish the competition in that arena. And while it's not entirely certain that Woolley is the source of the scream, he's certainly the number one contender. Written paperwork from Warner Brothers confirms that Woolley's name was on the list as a performer and recorder for the day that the scream was recorded. 
and in an interview after his death, Woolley's wife certainly seemed to believe he was the man behind the scream. For the actual recording itself, producers of Distant Drums called in a voice actor, probably Woolley, and in one take segments, the actor recorded six screams. The exact sound direction was, Man gets bit by an alligator, and he screams. At the end of the day, scream number five out of six was chosen as the most appropriate and went on to make its debut in Distant Drums, the most famous scream in the world, created by the man who sung the Purple People Eater. Now in the vicious fight for the title of number one scream in the world, the Wilhelm only really has one rival. Even then, it's more for the sake of competition than any genuine threat to the dominance of the Wilhelm. That scream is the Howie scream, which arguably trumps the Wilhelm in sheer recognisability. It's just that noticeable. The Howie scream sounds like this. The Howie scream, or the Howie long scream, is named after the former NFL player Howie Long, whose character in the John Woo film Broken Arrow famously omitted the scream after being kicked through the wall of a train car and off a bridge. The official stock sound name for the Howie scream is Man! Gut-wrenching scream and fall into distance! Which, now you know, pretty much sums it up nicely. It's also sometimes known as the TIE Fighter scream, as a result of its oral similarities to the screaming TIE Fighter spaceships from the Star Wars series. But no scream has reigned supreme as much as the Wilhelm. It's entirely likely that Sheb Woolley was never even aware of what that day in the recording booth would yield. Nowadays, the Wilhelm scream seems as much reviled as it is admired, with enough audience members bemoaning its omnipresence as there are filmmakers lovingly inserting it into every one of their films. At the end of the day, I think it comes down to whether you appreciate the wink at the audience or whether the presence of the scream in a film breaks your suspension of disbelief. Ben Burt, the other man behind the rise of the Wilhelm, commented, It was something that was so below the radar that the only people who noticed were the people who knew. Now it's above ground. It isn't nearly as fun to use anymore. But Bert's waning interest certainly doesn't seem to be dampering the enthusiasm of others. Because although the usage of the Wilhelm scream isn't hitting those same numbers as it was from 99 to 2009, it still crops up in dozens of films, television shows, and even computer games every year. And Sheb Woolley is still more famous for writing Purple People Eater. John Roebuck's Film School, or My Film School, is brought to you by Real Good. Stock media for this podcast is provided by pond5.com. For more film school and much more, head to realgood.com.au.